0: Welcome back to Foundational Thoughts, the podcast of the Missouri Baptist Foundation. My name is Neil, and I am your host, and today I have got David Newton with me. And David's got some pretty cool stories. One of the things you do is, uh, well, you tell me, what what are some of your cool stories that you can tell about what the Lord's doing
1: in your oh, life, man? man? Um, the, the coolest story I have is... Uh, when I used to tour and do magic professionally and lived in a van while in college and meeting my wife. But that's not what we want to talk about No, that's a a great story for sure. But that's that's cool. That's cool. Present tense. Present tense. um, I tell people uh, I've got four young kids. I own a rapidly growing uh, web design business. And then I currently do the youth group and pastor our church, which... Sounds like a recipe for disaster. There's but. a lot of things going on there. Yeah, so let's yeah. take one of those at a time. Let's yeah. first
0: start talking with the website development company. Yeah. What's the name of that company? And what Megaphone
1: you, Designs. Megaphone mm-hmm. Designs.
0: And what do you guys specialize in?
1: Yeah, we specialize in uh, churches and small businesses, uh, nonprofits. Okay. So we, we started it with the idea that many people are spending thousands of dollars for websites, and we could do it for hundreds. And so we started it. Um, with mainly wanting to target churches. We worked with the Missouri Baptist Convention uh, doing the Pathway and some other conventions, Illinois, Baptist Convention, uh, Louisiana. And then very quickly businesses took off with it, agencies all over, really all over America now, but uh, they started picking us up to um, sell websites for us because we could do it cheaper than their current vendors. And so we've, since 2015, we've got about 220-plus clients now.
0: 220 clients since 2015? Yeah, Wow. So there's been some the necessity of some rapid growth for your yeah, ability yeah, to support all of it's that. It's been crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And so those are some stories you could tell as well. And then you're, you've been a youth pastor.
1: Yeah. And yeah. are a
0: youth pastor. And then the pastor left. Mm-hmm. And so the church mm-hmm. is kind of leaning
1: on you right now to yeah. do both. How does that work? Yeah. So uh, I wanted to avoid vocational ministry for a long time. <laughs> I didn't want to be a hired holy man. Uh, just... You hear all these stories about how sure. this goes poorly. and It's like, man, I don't want to do that. But, you know, it's interesting when, you, when you're when following Christ, um, gifts naturally come out of you. And so, like, you know, uh, a good friend of mine always told me, man, when, when you're following Christ, I notice you just tend to lead worship a lot. That happens a lot, you know. And so I was leading worship at this church and helping out with the youth and, and really pushing discipling and building relationships. And when the youth pastor left, God made it really obvious, like, hey, you, you can shepherd this youth. You can spend time with them. You can show them how to build meaningful relationships. So we started doing that. And... Uh, about a year and five months after that, um, when the, the the pastor was going to leave the church, you know, I knew that the church was going to scramble to find someone new and, mm-hmm. and put out resumes and all this different stuff. And I sure. thought God really started kind of pricking my heart. You could you could shepherd this flock. Like that's, you have a love for them and, and they need a shepherd. And I, my thought was, I, I'm not a preacher. I don't want to preach every Sunday. I've always got things to say. Everyone who knows me would say, David's got stuff to say, but <laughs> the idea of being a sermon machine really scared yeah. me, uh, and and then um, friends of mine were encouraging me and saying, "Well, well, no. I mean, if you're shepherding them, it's it's not like you're cranking out a performance every week. You're you're guiding them." And, I, and my heart kept kind of being moved towards it. Like, man, I know some things that this body needs to hear. And so uh, I pitched a bivocational model to them. Uh, brought another guy on, uh, kind of alongside me, and uh, they went for it. And so we've been doing that for. Three, three or four months now, and it's it's been going really well. Wow! So.
0: And so, which one has been the greater challenge for you—the the, the mm-hmm. home life of now a pastor's home life, the business Christian mm-hmm. businessman, or Pastor David at the church? Which one of those is the yeah. most challenging for you? Uh,
1: any anyone who has uh, is doing parenting and marriage well. Is wrong if, if they if they don't answer. That's the most challenging one. Because <laughs> I mean, it is. It's just you know you're raising kids and and it's it's hard and, and heart wrenching and beautiful at the same time. And you know, marriage, good relationships. I mean, love is commitment, and sacrifice, and so it takes sure, a lot. Sure. The most, the surprisingly most challenging thing to me. You know, I'm an emotional guy, but I, the way God has given me a love for this flock, and you know, when their their sickness, I, it, it hurts me. If someone's in the hospital, all of a sudden, it, it hurts me. Ways that didn't affect me just as just a member and that that's it's hard to explain it sounds maybe even overly fluffy talking about it but but that's been the most interesting challenge to me is just bearing the weight of of the flock um feeling those things um that takes more energy than preaching than running the business just that emotional energy uh it gets pretty heavy and that's not a a this is a church that you're pastoring. Is not
0: necessarily known for being a cutting-edge, brand-new kind of church, yeah, plant, yeah. cool, hip-hop kind of place. No, it's no. it's kind of a more
1: traditional
0: church in some ways.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's probably in the uh, 50-50 realm of, you know, they've been on and off, cutting-edge of things, trailblazers, but then also they're not... Right. Wildly hipster by any means, so kind of in that in that middle ground. Well, for you know, now. it's a it's a beautiful story to think about. Uh, not just the fact
0: that you lasted, and that's you know, it's in, in one way you look around and say, "Okay, who's left?" Okay, David's still here, so I yeah, guess we yeah, give him right. a shot. <laughs> uh, but it's much more than that because of the heart that you have for the people and uh, how people. You know, because it has been a model, I guess, in uh, for a lot of churches to go find somebody from mm-hmm. way outside. You know, they talk about an expert being the guy who drove more than 30 miles to get where he yeah. is. And so sometimes we, as churches, look for a solution to a problem someplace way
1: out there when, in fact, that may be God's doing something from inside of that. And I think that's one of, you know, we talk about buddies of mine and stuff that are having hard times at church. You know, God calls you to do ministry, and then you get hired somewhere, and you're trying to lead and shepherd while Building this relationship with people when you're not really you're of them that you're of their body in a global sense, but they don't know you, and so there's this natural distrust, this Western skepticism that's there. But I've just been interested in how smooth and how much favor God's given us uh, at Memorial since we, we've been there. They know us, they know me they 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 don't they don't expect me to go wildly off the handle with something unscriptural. They know that I'm going to confront confrontation head on. They know that I'm going to call people if I need to. They know that I'm going to bring everything back to scripture because that's that's all I know, you know, those sorts of things and and that that gives a lot of help and benefit in in all that. Um it makes the harder conversations a lot easier. And there
0: is a whole lot to to what I call fit. Do you fit within this congregation? Hmm. Do you fit the body? It's almost like a marriage of sorts in some ways. To think are these the people that I can connect with that they connect and trust me. So I'm thankful that you're doing that. Now You're also doing a website business, and you're seeing that grow. So let's say we're talking to somebody who's listening to this, and they go, you know what, we could use some help on our Mm -hmm. website, or we could use your help on that. How does a person get in touch with you? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, the the two things I would I'd plug right away because um, I'm a salesman at heart. Well, good, uh, you it, should be. We we do churches church websites for ninety nine dollars. Ninety nine dollars. Um, yeah, and the reason we do that is because we, as our business has grown, we love the body. We, we believe that Christ is um, commissioning the church to be His hands and feet on you know on earth, and this is where the kingdom comes. Like, kingdom come, that will be done. And so, if we can run a business as Christ would, then it means giving um, special connection, special help to churches, um, those of, of our own. And so um, we do that. Obviously, if there's a church of... Four hundred thousand people in six campuses. We're not going to do it for ninety nine dollars, but <laughs> sure. the vast majority of churches are one hundred fifty or less, you know. Right. And they, a lot of them have terrible websites or no website. And, and when we you're saying ninety nine dollars, that ninety nine dollars yep. for the first week, and then you're going to increase the price after. No, week, it's ninety nine dollars for the website build, and so what they'd normally period. be spending, yeah, what they'd normally be spending fifteen hundred three thousand dollars for. And then we do have a um, annual hosting and support that's uh, pretty pretty fair. I mean, and that's there's no hook there. It's either three fifty a year or eight fifty a year, okay. um, depending on. On who's posting all the content for them? Okay. So we have a lot of churches that pay us uh, eight, again under a thousand dollars a year, eight fifty a year, and we post all their content for them. Where they're wow. webmaster? That's and a great deal. It's, it really benefits them, and, and I love those relationships because you know it prevents them from accidentally running the website into the ground, yeah, <laughs> uh, and they sure. love that too. Yeah. And then small businesses, you know, we most all of our websites are five to eight hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, so. Um, every now and then, something's outside of that, but five to eight hundred dollars for uh, small businesses, nonprofits in that realm, and then uh, either fifty dollars a month or ninety-nine dollars a month, again depending on who's posting content, how wow. much we're providing help. So, those prices have been sustainable and. Uh, Be able to grow people that way and grow those connections. Well, you're so right because nowadays so many
0: people are making an impression or making a decision about a church or an organization based on what they see on the web first. You know, it used to be you went to Sunday morning worship service and kind of check things out, or maybe you drove by the building first and then did that. But nowadays, it is what is your on-site presence, what's your website presence, what's your online presence, and if you don't have a good one, then you're going to miss out on the opportunity not just to get a new member, but Mm -hmm. to even maybe have a person not come to Christ, maybe because they're looking at that. And they're seeing, thinking, and making evaluations of that church based on what they see on the website. And that may or may not be the best way to evaluate Yeah, if I was
1: going to give a professional opinion, you know, people want professional website advice. And, and um, uh, I guess I, I'm a professional since I'm a web design business. I have so paying, paying you to do, do it, it, so you're a professional. So, no yeah, but, but here's what I would say. Every church has the conversation of what to put on their website. And right. there's two facts. Okay. You know, if you're listening, two facts every church needs to know. Uh, people are Googling you. Okay. Whether or not you have a website, they have Googled you and you have missed people because of it. That's wow. the fact. Um, if you're, Especially if your website doesn't exist or it's not mobile responsive. The second fact is the vast majority of people that are coming to your website are not your members. And so when you want to tailor a website for your members, you have to make sure that that content is special for them and Necessary for them Okay. Most people come to your website or come to your homepage For 10 seconds or less Because they want to feel out Who you are And decide if they're coming To your church 10 seconds or less Typically yeah I mean wow. it's in that realm And so And you know You can get into Marketing strategies and all that But if I were to just tell Any church out there If you don't have A church website Or you have A very basic one That hasn't been updated In years People are looking for you and you want to be able in ten seconds or less express who you are on the homepage and be welcoming people, inclusive, um, the sort of all the sort of things Christ was. Um, and if you're not doing that, you are missing people. Wow. Um, not to the extent of you're ruining the commission of Christ or anything, but, uh, but certainly, certainly, it's it's worth considering as a church. It's not a meaningless thing anymore. Maybe ten years ago you could say, ah, it's a second, third, fourth issue, but n- nowadays it really is. If you have a church, people are googling you, and wow. you don't want to miss that opportunity.
0: Well, thanks for taking some time today with us, David. Yeah. I have a
1: sneaking suspicion that we'll be talking
0: more on our podcast in the future about how a church can do that, but if a church wants to get in touch with you... How's the best way to do that?
1: Yeah, you can go to our website, uh, megaphonedesigns.com.
0: Megaphonedesigns.com, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. a website you design. So I yeah. guess you could look at that first yeah. to see if you like yeah. what they're doing or not. And if you, yeah. you do, then you can then, get some kind of button Otherwise, people can, can get a
1: hold of me, uh, David, at megaphonedesigns.com. Pretty okay. easy to get hold of. So,
0: Well, thanks for your heart for the kingdom and for our fellow churches and trying to help them have a better presence out there in the worldwide weird web that's out there. <laughs> hey, thanks, David. Appreciate yeah, it thank so much.
1: You.